get out of here. There it is. We're in. Get it. Get out. I oh, I see what you did. Yeah, that's the movie. (laughs) This episode's about get out. Yes, it is. Uh, I have no idea how to start the podcast, as you guys know. So it'll either be just us saying the name of the movie. <laughs> I'll just have to peel out in my car. Whoa. Uh, Which, honestly, just puns about the title of the movie is not yeah. a bad idea. Go ahead, Robbie. <laughs> or, this, is your, this is your wheelhouse. So it'll either be that or something along the lines of, Welcome to Late to the Movies. My name is Ben Holt, and this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Every week, we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have got out by now. This week, the movie is Get Out, uh, 2017, Get Out. And our guests this week, left to right across your podcast dial, we got Robbie, Yo. Corey, hey. Noah, hey. the spooky crew rides again. Uh, we Spooky crew. I did. I literally <laughs> just copied it. The well-established trademark I. name that we started calling ourselves back in October, the spooky <laughs> crew, when we did uh, at least Midnight Mass and something else. I don't know. Dad, coming up on a full year of episodes. This is going to be episode yeah. 41. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We got something big planned for the 50th. I actually don't. Oh I, I don't know. Well, well, we're going to do 50 movies at some, once. Some of your favorite guests are going to be back on because I only have about eight to pick from. So. <laughs> I need to marathon Lord of the Rings. Let's oh, do it. Oh, that actually is not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, I do we'll think about it. 50th episode is late to the movies on late to the movies. We just listen to all of our old episodes and then we mm. talk about our favorite oh, late yeah. to the movies. Compilation. Our favorite. Yeah. yeah. We do we'll a clip show. Cuts. We do a clip, a clip show. show yeah. We can do a clip show. I still have all the recordings. I like that idea. Before we get into the movie this week, though, we always like to talk about what we've been watching recently. Anything fun? For some reason, I always say anything fun, and I don't know why, Does but it I guess it's a fun? thing now. Exactly. It doesn't have to be fun, but that's what I asked. <laughs> so you can say no, but I did watch this thing that was deadly serious. Uh, no, but I did watch this thing that was deadly serious. <laughs> yeah. It was a documentary on Netflix. And I forgot the name of it, but it was just basically a um, history of racism in America, which is pretty interesting. I figured, you know, give some of my Juneteenth holiday to mm. uh, actually educate myself. But it was nice. interesting to see, like, the number of times that we came close to, like, getting over racism. Like, even before the civil rights movement, there was turning points, like, after the Civil War in uh just kind of talking about how we're at a turning point again, where we're almost over the hill and we might roll back down or we can push ourselves over. It was, it was interesting. It was very well done. I've just watched copious amounts of YouTube. It's a problem. It's hard not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, same. A lot of, a lot <laughs> okay. of, a lot of car videos. <laughs> yeah. Car We've just been watching way too many cars. I'm just like sitting in my room and I think I'm going crazy because I hear like engine revs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not even watching car videos this time. My car's not on. Like, oh yeah. wait, Noah <laughs> downloaded yeah, Forza. Yeah, that's that's like my main my main podcast game. If I want to listen to a podcast, but I want something to do with my hands and eyes, I'll no. like play Forza Horizon because it's the same thing. It's like yeah. when you're driving in your car, but virtually. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful game. It does oh my make god, me it's so drive beautiful. My real so car. beautiful. <laughs> yes, it's making yeah. me want to make like a commute simulator now, so people can listen to podcasts <laughs> yeah. when they work from home. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> so nice. in traffic. But yeah. the whole setup. I just drive around looking for stuff to jump off of. Nice. <laughs> so fun. Nice. Yeah. So I mean, I've been playing that. Yesterday, I went to see the Things 40th anniversary re-release through Fathom Events, which is, eh, you know, up and down in quality. But uh, the thing is not. The thing is maybe my favorite movie. It's so good. And I'd never seen it in a theater before. You know, where I think we're going to end up talking about that in depth in October. So I won't get too into it now besides to say, love that movie. Great to see it in theater. 
<laughs> Let's transition into get out so we can get outside on this beautiful oh, got day. Em. We got we only puns this episode. Um, run, rabbit, run, rabbit. So I saw this in theaters when it came out. I went to see it at the beautiful Coolidge Theater. Get out. In uh, Brooklyn, Massachusetts. One of the best theaters in America, no doubt. And I've uh, seen it a couple times since then. It's on TV, kind of a surprising amount for the content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but I think it's much shorter on what, TV. What channel it's on? Um, what's channels? Yeah, that's. I'm just yeah, curious. No, like, I have no I idea. Don't. I don't mean to like fact check you. I'm just like genuinely yeah, curious. Do not know. Um, yeah, no, it's a good question. Yeah, if it's on like HBO, then that's one thing. But if it's, yeah. on, I think it's like TNT or something. But, oh no way. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah, I'm maybe. I'm gonna refrain from overusing the get out joke, but it's gonna be tempting every time. <laughs> I don't think you can refrain from it. So this was new for you, Robbie. Yep. Uh, how about you guys? I had seen it. It was new for me. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. This That's really fun. Then. It's been something I really wanted to watch, but yeah, same. This, it was like a whole cultural moment. So before we start talking too in depth about it, we want to start with a one minute plot summary. Anybody, Robbie or Corey, want to take a shot at it? Fuck it. I mean, yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. That's the movie. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, whenever you're ready. Okay. All right. So there's this dude, he's walking down the street and he's like, oh man, I'm in a white suburb, but I'm, you know, not white. And then he gets kidnapped. Um, and then cut scene, uh, couple, white chick, black dude, he's got to go meet her family. And he's like, hey, do they know, you know, I'm black? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. My, my dad loves Obama, um, which, you know, you see something wrong right there. Um, and he's there and he's real uncomfortable because they're being really weird and like very like there's like three black people there and they're all really strange. Like they're, they're like talking funny and like, you know, making them really uncomfortable. Turns out her family's fucking crazy. She's a sociopath. She lured them in. They're taking, um, brains of the peoples from their family and splicing it with the, like 25% of the original owner's, uh, brain. And it's just all black people. Uh, cause they, Think the genetics the best, and then they all die, and his friend saves him because T.S. motherfucking A. <laughs> Perfect timing. Uh, yeah, this movie is one that does not lose that much of its power just watching it on home video, but was super fun to see in theaters because people were just really into it. This may seem like I'm making it up, but people have legitimately asked me what my favorite theater going experience has been in my life, which seems like the kind of thing a person like me would make up. But I have been asked that before. Uh -huh. And I usually cite this. Uh, we get that question oh, well. all the time from our fans on Instagram. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so to put it to bed once and for all, it's probably this movie, seeing it at the Coolidge, surrounded by people who probably were exactly like Bradley Whitford, who's, who's the dad who says he would vote for Obama for a third term. Uh, I'm sure in the extremely affluent suburb of Boston that I watched this movie in, a lot of people are can relate to that character. So it was fun to see it with them. Um, everyone was really into it. Uh, yeah. Jordan Peele's debut movie. We haven't said that yet. Starring Daniel Kaluuya, Allison Williams, Bradley Whitford, as I mentioned, Catherine Keener, Caleb Landry Jones is the brother. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he's awesome. Who is awesome. He's not in this that much, but what he's in is all good. He's the TSA guy? Uh, no, that's uh, Lil Rel Howery. The guy at the beginning that gets kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. really good. Again. It's really good. The way he says suburbs at the beginning is like always stuck in my mind. It goes like suburbs. Suburbs. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, his acting once he's uh logan instead of in, dre in, in the great. beginning <laughs> he was on the phone with her brother right i didn't 
but it, I thought he said um, oh, he was. Oh. I think he was talking to somebody named Jeremy, and her brother's name was Jeremy, right? I thought he was talking to her. No, no, no the the very beginning, like the guy that gets kidnapped. I don't know. No, I don't think because the brother kidnaps him in that attacks and kidnaps oh, him in that oh. moment. Yeah, but like I thought, like he directed him to the neighborhood, and Could that's why he had him like wandering around like an idiot. Because I was yeah, wondering like why nobody reported him missing. But I, oh, I guess people did report. Never mind. I'm rambling. Well, because okay, I mean to get into the metatextual nature of it, because um, the black people are only thirteen percent of American population, but are over a third of the missing people in America. Right. Oh, well, no, <laughs> they did report him missing because like right. when he googled them, he yes. came up as a missing person. Yeah. Right. But you'd think there'd be more like a more immediate, unless you know he was the one that he was talking to. I don't know. That's I just thought that was his strategy because then the the sister when they were driving up and they hit the deer, she acts like oh, this cop is being racist. Let me get to him in his face. But in actuality, she didn't want his name on the arrest mm-hmm. report. No paper trail. Uh, because then when I didn't she, think about that. I had a question about yep. that. Now that makes more sense. Yeah. So she yeah. was pretending to be super woke, but really she was just keeping his name. So I was wondering if the brother did something similar and he was the one that lures him to the neighborhood. And that okay. way there's nobody. That makes sense. Why didn't this guy show up at my party? Yeah, but, it could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. That does make sense. Could be. I assumed he was just talking to like someone back home, and he about, just showed like, up oh, in that neighborhood. Here in the suburbs. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yep. could be two. suburbs. Could be either one. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, Lakeith Stanfield's so great. <laughs> uh yeah. So Jordan Peele's first movie, he's ends up being to, to to jump forward all the way to after the movie comes out, the only the third person to have their debut movie get nominated for best director, picture, and screenplay. Oh, wow. It's impressive. Um, yeah. Did he win any of them? Screenplay. Nice. Yeah. Best original screenplay. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, Jordan Peele himself, a black man married to a white woman. So uh, uh, I have to imagine he's been in similar situations. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the whole movie, I don't know if you ever uh, have seen the meme, but it reminded me of there's like a meme of that a girl posted. And it was like my boyfriend before and after I met him. In the before, he's like baggy clothes, wearing FUBU. The after, he's like in like pastel colors, wearing like boat shoes. And somebody comments underneath and they were like, homeboy got colonized. <laughs> and like, I, I feel like that's kind of what he was trying to play off of is like you, they get into these interracial relationships and the person tries to change them. They start becoming like what you were saying, like the their voices, like the way the black people there were talking sounded weird. And I feel like that was a play on like, yes, they yeah, sound right, like white right, people right. now. Like, yeah, yeah the car was making they dress obviously very differently they're just like old way people oh yeah uh the wig that the grandma picks is straight haired and then when you see uh that character when she's like dating rose she has very curly hair oh yeah Um, you know that's interesting oh okay yeah, so. <laughs> I love that the the first guy he met and you, we were just talking about him, but I forgot his name, but he had like that classic like boating hat on, like the straw, like oh like, yeah, flat, yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And j- just the his manner of speaking that he just kills it so hard. Let's uh, talk. Um, so the most impressive thing about this movie to me is that it is it just has so many things going on that it really should not work. And usually movies like this, whichever category you want to put it in, um, like a horror movie that has a big social point, it's really hard to make it not tedious. Yeah. Um, but Jordan Peele manages to, in his first directed movie, balance social commentary with comedy, with actual mastery of horror tropes, which he deploys 
with like weapons grade <laughs> level in this. And uh, to have it all actually work together is kind of insane. Well, that's the thing is like if you take out the social commentary part and just like even if it wasn't like black and white people, it's still a terrifying movie. Yeah. It's yeah. just like you could have kidnapped and done that to anyone. It would be terrifying. So yeah. to, to pick a good story like that is so key. And then to put in those elements is just it was a perfect. Yeah. That's really yeah. Well and then done. to have it all hit um, at exactly the right moment that it did to become a cultural phenomenon, it comes out in America, I think almost exactly a month after Trump's inauguration. Oh, so, um, (laughs) get out. (laughs) So yeah, it hit it. It hit at the right time. He wrote it during Obama's second term. Mm. And so the original ending was different. Um, it's funny that he did that. Like he wrote it during Obama's second term, but he still put in the jokes of, I would have voted for Obama for a third term if I could have like, that's just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then during production is when stuff is kind of changed in America. So I, I should say, didn't you, you guys you watch? know what the original ending was supposed to be? Yeah. Okay. Oh, they changed it. Yeah. So the original ending as he wrote it and they filmed it, you can actually like watch the scene is um, it's not Rod from TSA. It's, it's actual police. Yeah. It's actual police. Okay. That's what I thought them. was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Chris yeah. gets arrested. That is what I thought was going to happen. Too. And ends up in, and then it's like six months later and Rod goes to visit him in jail and, um, well, I guess technically prison, right? Uh, he goes to visit him in prison and Rod's talking about like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to gather all this evidence and stuff. And, um, it's just like not working and I'm, I'm still trying though to find this stuff out, but you know, the house all burned down, all the evidence burned down because of the candles. We were literally like, cause they were watching the end of it as I came over here. And I was like, when I saw the sirens, I, like that whole scene played out in my head. Like before you yep. could see it was TSA. I was like, this is where it's going to end and he's going to go to jail and nobody's yep. going to believe him because the house burned down and this is a crazy fucking story. That's and what I thought too. in America. Yes. And yeah. And then the point is Chris tells him, don't even bother. It's a losing fight, but like I won. I, you oh, know, yeah, like, like I, I, I'm in all jail. The, all the armatages are dead. They're not going to do this to anyone else. And uh, okay. I like conquered my inner demons because I went back for the lady that got hit by the car. Right. And being in jail yes. in oh, real life is better I, than I so even make that connection. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's oh supposed to be the gut punch of people think that we're in this post-racial America, but we're not. This is a real thing. Not necessarily the supernatural or not even supernatural, the paranatural <laughs> elements. But, um, you know, there's plenty of black men who are unjustly incarcerated and it's supposed to be about like the prison industrial complex. Gotcha. Um, but just quite relevant to Juneteenth, but yeah, by the time they're in production, uh, there's already a lot of high profile shootings. If you remember like leading up to that election and stuff and then yep. all the, all the Trump stuff kicking up. So, uh, okay. So they go with the ending that they have instead. Mm. he feels like it preserves the original vibe of, oh shit, it's the cops. It does. Yeah, um, yeah, like yeah. I said, cause like literally yes. I, I did that scene myself. Everyone, yeah, to. everyone thinks and, that. And you right? immediately go, oh, this, this, this doesn't look good for Chris. Yeah. 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 You know exactly what they're going to think happened. Which it sucks. Yeah. That's the first, first thing I was like, oh, it's yes. cops yeah. instead of like oh sweet the cops are here the the ultimate magic trick of this movie that i just it's just so well, so delicious you just you feel it coming because the look on her face she starts smiling as he's choking her out and that's i think when yeah. it clicked for me is like, like a blue and red flash it, it, she's smart and you're like oh she's she knows she she won now because he's gonna go to jail so i'm kind of glad that like you you mm-hmm. got to have both endings yeah yeah you know? yes it's the um I wish he released an alternate ending to watch it the other way too. You can. It's just on YouTube. 
Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what he's saying. Yep. Um, and it's uh, I apparently spaced out. Yeah, yeah. You can just watch it on YouTube, and the the ending as it is, you know, it, it it's uh, it's the best subversion in a movie full of subversions because in so many horror movies, when the cops show up at the end, that's uh, okay. We're gonna get the scene of like, oh, the killers got captured. We're going to see our hero and sitting in the back of an ambulance with a blanket wrapped around them being like, I'm going to be okay. Yep. Um, but in this movie, the cops show up and you're like, oh no, the worst possible thing that yes, could have happened. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. And that is, and that is the best point that it makes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's so good. Uh, I almost so, would so have so liked good. the ending as well as, you know, how he was like, you know, we can't find the evidence. I would have loved, um, we found all this evidence, you know, we have like the skulls cut open. We found these photos, but the story's just too crazy and they don't want to believe it, you know, yeah. because that would work just as well. Like, it, it, yeah, that could happen too. Well, think about it. He went to the police with like, Hey, here's this dude that's been missing for six months. I have a photo of him. We found him recently. This is what happened. And they're just like, doesn't look missing to me. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. That's the point. He's not missing. We found him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, this was the first movie I saw Daniel Kaluuya in, who plays Chris, the main character. I had seen him before this in the Black Mirror episode, 15 Million Merits. Uh, it's the one uh, with like the... Uh, okay. I could think that's where I've seen him. Why he looks familiar. That's everyone's why. in like a Peloton same. prison. Yeah, same. Um, where they're on exercise bikes to get credits and then they go on like America's Got Talent. Um, he gives his credits to that girl right yeah lily james who was just in that hulu show about uh pam and tommy two first names oh i heard that was good too yep uh yeah two first names those damn brits getting away with it again uh he's really good in in that black mirror episode and jordan peele being a huge twilight zone fan i bet was also really into black mirror and he says that he uh you know wanted to cast Kaluuya off of the strength of that episode. And yeah, hmm. it works. It's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Kaluuya is so good it. in this. It was like perfect. I, His I facial expressions. Yeah. As oh. much as, as much as it's, you know, a well-written script that won an Academy Award and everything, uh, a lot of credit has to go for how you are never lose track of exactly what Chris is thinking and feeling throughout mm -hmm. just through Kaluuya's like expressions. And I mean, he, he does get nominated for best actor. And he doesn't even yeah. talk that much. No, just his super expressive. Yeah, no, through his face. The the party and the dinner when the brother's talking to him, but like the whole party scene where he's just like, you know, just making a face. Yeah. Really? Just like you get everything that's going on with this guy. You see like a lifetime of being of having to tolerate bullshit like this. Mm -hmm. That's like, I even got the impression like he's not even actually like acting. And I don't mean that as an insult. Oh, it yeah. just, it almost felt like he's dealt with these situations so many times. This is just his response. To, like, this is how he just that's, deal with it. That's right. Yeah, on. Kaluuya yeah. said that that is the case that like, Oh, I've been to that party before. That's, <laughs> yeah, it it yeah. just, you got the impression of like, and I don't want to take away from his work because it was absolutely incredible. I just mean like, it just felt so natural. Like it just didn't, it didn't seem like it was a stretch for him to act through those scenes. It's good to know that's yeah, how yeah. it felt. I mean, you hear from like just being on Twitter and talking to people that just anecdotally black women all the time, people are always trying to touch their hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a similar thing. People are just like feeling his arms and going like, Ooh, wow, you seem really strong. Your genetics are great. Like, like, Whoa. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Kalu is awesome. He's so good in this. And I mean, the scene with him and, and Catherine Keener, the first time she hypnotizes him, Oh, and he's yeah. and he's playing the like 
the kind of like struggle and the internal and the kind of like trying to keep it cool, but also like the dawning realization of like he's paralyzed and the kind of terror and stuff. And he, there's just like a lot of emotions that he has to play and he's just, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, that was another thing. Like, I'm glad you brought her up. Cause I don't know exactly what she's from, but I recognized almost everyone in this uh, movie. 40 year old virgin. Oh, there she's you go. the main love interest. It just feels like, um, being John Malkovich, that's, another, that's what I was uh, another movie yeah, yeah. about people being in each other's heads. Yes. <laughs> but it, it feels like to keep the movie low budget, like Jordan Peele went out and he got every amazing character actor from all of your favorite things that you could find and was like, all right, I can get these people for cheap. They're phenomenal actors. Let's put them into the movie and just make a masterpiece. Yeah. 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 Because just it's, most it's of just the people so, in there so you see from other... I mean, mm-hmm. my favorite character actor, Stephen Root's in this. He's the art dealer, the blind guy. Yeah, oh, yep. yeah. That he was just uh, doing career best work on Barry right now. What's his name from um, Office Space? Milton from Office Space. Milton yeah, from yeah. Office Space. He's in... Um, he crushed Brooklyn oh, Nine-Nine. You're right. Oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. He's, he's in everything. Yep. And yeah. so yeah. The, <laughs> the dad is in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's in Dodgeball. He's the nerdy guy in Dodgeball. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I love like the dad being in it because now every time I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's going to have a different like tone because it's like, oh, his dad didn't leave the family. He was just off in the woods doing crazy things. Oh, yeah. He's the pilot dad. <laughs> he's the pilot dad. Yeah. Oh, Jordan Peele's wife uh, is Chelsea Peretti. From Brooklyn, oh, so. no way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's why. That's, so more Brooklyn okay. Nine-Nine connections. Yep. Um, I didn't realize that. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh man, just a just a good movie. It's it's there's so many different layers of things happening that I think we're having a hard time like figuring out where to. I have a really uh, specific question, yeah, and I would love to know all of your thoughts on this. So, when they're driving to the parents' house and they hit the deer, and he goes and like sees the deer in the woods, and like, what was trying to? What point was trying to? be pushed there like oh, I, I feel was, like uh, i missed something trauma response to, to that's how he his mom died oh that she was just like injured on the side of a road after a hit and run okay see i i just i couldn't yeah, i couldn't I figure it out i was like something something's here too uh, jordan peele does the uh, sound effect for the deer there <laughs> it's just jordan peele going Meh. oh really <laughs> yeah. damn he crushed it <laughs> he crushed it <laughs> much like uh chris and well, I guess uh, Rose is driving. Much like Rose and the deer, he crushed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. I also have another question on significance. When they're at the party mm-hmm. um, and the couple goes and walks off and they're sitting on the bench and there's that orchestrated bingo scene. It's an auction. It's an auction. Yeah. You know, like... Oh. So I think he sold for either 200,000 or 2 million. I think it was probably a silent auction. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cause he, he I did not think about that at 1am last night. And then, so they had the card. So if he came back and they were like, yeah. And they all had bingo. So if he saw one of the cards up, bingo, that makes a lot more sense when they're talking about like why everybody was mentioning those things and like checked his arms. I thought he was already pre-sold. But that was literally the whole point of the party. The whole party yes. was basically like a. a that's why everyone's like coming up to him and like you know, doing everything, but just very on the nose, literally checking his teeth. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say basically, <laughs> might as well be like, oh, those are some nice canines. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so um, watching it for the first time, Robbie and Corey. Were you aware of kind of what was going to happen throughout the movie? The 
the there's it has an extremely good trailer that's pretty famous for both being good and also giving a lot of the movie away. <laughs> the only thing I was aware of, and it's just mostly from like comments and other people talking online, is I knew from I saw something along the lines of like somebody was like, Oh, you're just like that bitch and get out. So I had a feeling that, and like it was in relation to like basically appearing woke. So I had a feeling like somewhere throughout the movie, she was also going to be a bad guy, which I felt was, I was a little disappointed by because I felt like that turn would have been that is, great. Too yes. bad you, was, usually the, this, you know, in horror movies, there's like a bunch of evil white people, but like one of them's good. Yes. And, and I, and like I had that, supposed to be that like deep feeling the whole time. And I was like, nobody's good. And I, I was a little disappointed that I, but what are you going to do? I mean, that is too bad. It's like a five-year-old. She movie. did such a good job. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Did the, you the see only, that, that so particular turn coming? Not, not before watching the movie. So I, and the only, like a lot of it, you could kind of like see coming to some extent, but not the actual brain transplant. Like that part, I did not, <laughs> I just thought they were like, cat, like taking them and uh, using hip, hypnosis to, you know, just control them. And that was it. Mm-hmm. But the, the brain thing was like, Oh my god! <laughs> like that's a whole new level. But I started suspecting her as soon as I realized the family was crazy. I was like, "Oh, this bitch is she, she's she's tapped too." Like mm-hmm. I I, I would have left mm. way before that. Like, yeah. Oh, also, this is a statement she's, she's that I've said to both does. Robbie and Noah. You don't know if someone's crazy until you've known them for at least six months. You need to hit the six month mark. Yeah, where they? Is not they're enough. at five months. He says four and she's like yeah. five. She five. Yeah. 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 No, you need six months. You need six months. And that, that was his main mistake. Yeah. Gentlemen out there. I, I would have left way before that. Like I was, I was so Probably uncomfortable watching. Yeah. I, imagine being there after that thing with the brother. I'd be like, Hey, uh, Rob just called or Ron, Rod just Rod called Rod, yeah. and, uh, the dog's sick. <laughs> I would have just, I would have lied to her. I'd have been like, the dog's sick. I gotta go. Well, he can't go. It he was doesn't, car, he doesn't, right? and he doesn't have a license. Mm-hmm. Even drive no uh, it, and and at one point when he f- saw that box with the pictures yeah i would have fucking ran well I, as soon as that happened well, and she he, was just like oh hey so that was when you were given the recap and in, in the beginning when they were talking and he was like do your parents know he also asked her well have you ever dated a black guy before and she says no yeah so then when he sees all the pictures well and the pictures he, on a, on their own is like yeah oof. and not well, only that but he also sees pictures of the you know, towards the two, end of, two the of the characters that it's are there. It, yeah. the, the characters are there but like yeah. as soon as he picked up the first picture it's oh here's her with the black guy and she specifically told me I she's never yeah mm-hmm. i would have climbed out the window right <laughs> there i mm-hmm. i, I would have risked my my death out the second floor Just jump out and start like absolutely not i'm not I'm, I'm not going through the stairs like let her find the keys she has one bag you think she's she can't find the keys instantly well it, he did suspect her because like right when he was first gonna leave he told her I'm I'm getting out of here, and she was like, "Without me," and she did a really good job of yeah. playing like her, and then being like, "No, it's I get it, we'll leave." So I think like he was about to just write her off, and she did such a good job of like mm. just saving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have just sprinted, sprinted through the woods. Yeah, but you're just in the woods. Yeah, that's better than in that goddamn house. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't I know how played, the neighbors I think are. I probably, done it exactly the way that he did it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he could have done different besides not go like Rod told him. Yeah. Mm. Should have listened. The the moral of the story is just listen to Rod. Yeah. <laughs> TS motherfucking A. Listen to your friends. It was kind of, it, it, it was just kind of funny having Rod in there as that character where it, 
you you have that trope of uh like black people watching movies where they yell at the the screen like don't go in there can don't you, yeah do that. can you see this and it was just it's funny so to, to have rod in the movie as that person being like don't go like, you, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. almost a stand-in for the viewer that mm-hmm. would be saying the same yeah, thing exactly I just thought it was yeah. really funny and for he's most of the movie cool. he's aside from the very last bit he's at such a remove too so yeah he's definitely like that surrogate of just like Dude, like, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, no, run, yeah. stop it. And the first thing that he bit about says like Jeffrey Dahmer. I told you. He literally sees two dead people and saves his friend covered in blood, and he's just like, "Well, I, t- I told you not to go." Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew it was going to be this. He, he was such good, like comic relief too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's uh, Lil Rel Howery. He didn't exactly host, but had like a extended bit at the Oscar that the train station Oscars a couple of years ago. Didn't you look him up on IMDb? He, he was, a, yeah, like a, few he was in like a bunch that, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Character I, I just feel like yeah. I haven't seen him and I'm basing the entire world on what I've seen. Yeah. Oh, he was in free guy. Oh, that's why I haven't seen him. I didn't watch free guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He was in free guy. Okay. And he also that made a lot of yeah. money. It did. So, it was so good. So I, I enjoyed it. It was I'm like solid. a. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I think he's he's really good. So mm. he was in Bird Box. Hmm. Didn't watch Bird Box either. Either did I. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't watch Bird Box. Yeah, it's like it all everybody like, talked about. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> I didn't see. it. Either. Was that the Sandra Bullock one with the? Yeah, the blindfolds. blindfolds. Mm-hmm. Space Jam. Did you I watch Space Jam? Is he in that? He he might have voiced someone. I don't I don't know. There's a bunch of people that show show up in that because. They just backed up a Brinks truck and were like, every tangentially famous person, get in the movie. Nice. I mean, how else are you going to get multiple Jokers and the Ice King from Game of Thrones as as background <laughs> actors? You got to pay a lot of money for that. Yeah, yeah. true. That's true. Or waste a lot of money. Dumb movie. <laughs> I didn't even watch. Yeah, it. that one. I'm assuming yeah, we're talking about like Space Jam Two. Space Jam Two. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not speaking sacrament. I just don't want our viewers to think we're talking shit on Space Jam. That's gonna, no, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna cut all yeah. of that out. <laughs> no, that needs to stay. Um, so I have these two notes. Yeah, uh, One is Rod is the fucking man. Yes. Uh, the second one, in all caps, might I add, glad that bitch dead. Because I was so happy when he shot her. (laughs) So um, by the time this movie comes out, Allison Williams, mostly known for girls. And I think that weird um, live Peter Pan on NBC had come out already by then. Um, So did uh, did any of you guys watch Girls? No. Girls. Is that a movie? Uh, A TV show on HBO. Uh, The first thing that most people saw Adam Driver in. Recommend Men Last Week and Girls This Week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, depends on the week what you're uh, feeling. Um, <laughs> Girls is really good. That's uh, the Lena Dunham show that was on HBO um, I don't know, about ten years ago, maybe. And yeah. point being, Allison Williams is, I think, really good on that show. Um, she's really good in this kind of as she that was amazing. The scene that made me the most, for some reason, the most uncomfortable out of all of it. The milk scene. Yeah, dude, she, she <laughs> sipped. The, How did you know? The fact How that she took little baby sips of the milk, like three, each sip, I was like, oh, oh stop, stop. Just, just take a big gulp or stop. Yeah. And um, Cheerio, uh, the, the, not the single Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops one by one. Yeah. A lot of people online are like, oh, because she keeps the white milk separate from the color Fruit Loops. Oh, okay. Um, and then I was watching a thing with Jordan Peele reading different fan theories, and he was like, oh, uh, yeah. Y- 
I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I think that's, he's just like, I'm just trying to show that she's weird. Yeah. yeah. He's probably she's like, just I like, like Fruit Loops, so we're going to choose Fruit yeah. Loops. Yeah. She's a freaking weirdo. Um, and yeah, she pl- that's when you first see her in her like final form with yeah. like the really tight ponytail wearing like a really like, perfect like colonial posture. hunting uniform yes. basically yeah she's basically riding pants like she looks like she's yeah, gonna go she's on a, a fox literally like wearing yeah. riding pants with like a you know a tucked in and buttoned white shirt yep that, and, and then and she gets her, the rifle yeah. wearing that thing yeah that scene and then her on the phone with rod that was well, terrifying looking, watching her facial expression she's like yeah oh no she and did, i was just like oh her, her delivery of just like straight faced oh my god is yeah, yeah that was amazing so fucking good. that was literally yeah, yeah, terrifying. yeah. <laughs> he knows and then when he like takes her off of mute again and he gets back and she goes i know why you're really calling he's just like fuck no fuck off <laughs> no, like, no, no fuck no, you no, fuck he's you. my best friend no what no. the fuck are you talking about? nobody wants to do that you, you fuck yeah <laughs> she's a genius yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah he says that at the end right <laughs> um yeah, no, she's she's great in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not, if you don't want to watch all the girls, there's a late season episode that's basically just a f- just about her called I think it's called the Panic in Central Park. That's really good, and um, she hasn't popped up in a ton of other stuff either. I don't think hmm. she's really good. She's really good. She should yeah. be in more stuff. Yeah, I don't know. The in another scene that like really stuck out to me, um, not not with her, it was with I already forgot the actor's name, um, mm-hmm. but the main character was when he had the realization before the art dude explained what was about to happen. And you just see his face, like that, that expression change instantly where he's like, Oh my God, they're going to do a like a brain transplant before he even said it. It's just like, he knew he was just like the, the, that transition from one facial expression to the other was just like, wow. Well, because at, at that point, yeah, I think yeah. your thought process is the same as his as a viewer where you're just like, all right, well, it's it's hypnosis. That sucks. But there's still hope. Like somebody can come find these people and snap them out of it and they, mm-hmm. they'll be fine. And then the curtain comes down and mm-hmm. it's like, no, nope, permanent surgery. Those other people that they did it to, they're just done. Like you can't fix that. So it's just the terror felt yeah. real for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I assume there's no way to fix it because um, you can't get the brain back. Right, yeah. Whoever was what their real name was was inside Walter, the granddad character. Yeah, he would have. He's like in the house. He would know if there was some kind of reversible thing, and he just shoots himself the first chance he gets. Yeah, Um, true. Well, that and like, uh, yeah, no doubt. Fuck this. Something, something I noticed. It seems like because like the the grandma character, she was like almost zoned out the whole time. And like, even the, the grandfather, he was doing like those weird laps. And I think the brain keeps aging, even if the body is younger. So it seemed like they were just going more and more seat. Like this, this procedure wouldn't have worked again. Like they couldn't extend out. Oh, you know I what see I mean? what you're saying. Yeah. Like they themselves were. Yeah. Were like they, losing it. they didn't really discover immortality. It's just like a really cheap fix where you're not even like they were tapping their glass to get the grandma to fill up their drinks. Like sure. She's their grandma, but she really wasn't a full person. It didn't feel like I also took it as they've gotten better at the surgery and maybe there's some, Oh, some like synapses that didn't connect for for them or something, but I I could see that. But I mean, all of the characters you met that had it were like, just not full people. Even Mm -hmm. when they were like, yeah, being white people, they still weren't like, emoting they, they had like you know, conflicting brain 
messages going yeah. through their body like oh oh, oh what yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like robots malfunctioning yeah. or there's something. there's a couple big things i want to hit with them but first i want to before i forget right when he gets to the house and bradley whitford is giving him the tour there is so much good foreshadowing that i wonder if you guys caught um literally like every line bradley whitford says for a solid like three minutes of screen time is all foreshadowing <laughs> Uh, you see, brings him by the basement says, ah, yeah, we keep it locked up. We've got black mold down there. Oh, yep. It's another one where Jordan Peele's like, yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> like, you really didn't mean to do that? I, I, I feel like he did. Oh, Maybe. I thought that was like very intentional. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I thought so too. But the, the video I was watching, he was like, uh, yeah, no, I meant that on purpose. <laughs> um, they said the brother is off studying medicine. Oh, uh, he loves bringing souvenirs back because he likes to experience other people's cultures. That I didn't. Yeah. Um, when they go into the kitchen and you see, uh, Georgina the first time, uh, we, we keep a piece of my mom in the kitchen. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't pick up on any of that. Nice. <laughs> um, when he's talking, when he goes outside and he goes, Oh, I know what you're thinking, you know, uh, white family with black servants. Um, but we actually hired them to take care of our parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't lying. Uh, when we when the when our parent when my parents died, I couldn't bear to let them go. Then he says the would have voted for Obama for a third term thing. Yep. Then they go back to like the patio and they're having drinks or whatever with Catherine Keener, and uh, she's like they're asking him a bunch of questions about like oh what did your parents do how long have you been smoking and they're literally doing like an intake form they're getting like his family and medical yeah. history. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought the parents thing was more to like show that there wouldn't be people looking for him if he went missing. Yeah, it works that way too. Mm, no doubt. I thought the brother trying to like wrestle him was just seeing like gauging his strength. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I for sure. I knew exact as soon as like I heard mention of the brother before he even came into the scene. I knew the exact type of person he was going to be. Yeah, a bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just a totally, yeah, bro. Just a, just I, a real weirdo. I had to look it up because I thought for sure he was Billy from Stranger Things, but he's not. He's a different actor. He looks Dude. a lot like him and acts a lot like him, though. It's, uh, Caleb Landry Jones is the actor in this, and he normally, he just plays really weird, kind of twitchy white guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's like his thing. Accurate. <laughs> it's funny because it's, uh, you see the difference between him and his sister. Like his sister is clearly a sociopath. Yes. But then he's like, at default, a normal person that's just like really messed up from all of this. And you can like see it in just like the way he acts and why he's like getting super drunk. Like when everybody else is like lightly drinking, I think I feel like he's really emotionally impacted in a way that like completely messed him up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I think he's a, I, I think they're both sociopaths and it's just like, he's a socio, he's a sociopath from the perspective of like drunk redneck sociopath. And she's a sociopath from this perspective of like liberal white person that doesn't actually care, but pretends like they care. I don't know. Cause I, I think you might be giving him a little bit too much credit where like, I don't know if he's messed up from this. I think he's messed up and, and does this. Like it didn't seem like it bothered him to, to be murdering these people. He just, uh, gets drunk because he's a, a drunk redneck, you know? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I just I, mean, he's, I got he's a rich white guy in New York, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just got the vibe that he's like, like he's trying, he's doing like things that are over the top to like basically get those like dopamine, <laughs> dopamine hits because like yeah. he's trying to stay happy is like life's all messed up. And when his parents are like telling him to cool it, they're like, you're giving away too much, right? Yeah. 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 You're being too off putting. <laughs> yeah. 
we, we already have him in the trap. You can't like convince him that he needs to leave. Yeah. Um, that night he goes to bed, has that nightmare about the deer. And so he gets like a Jones for a cigarette. So he goes outside to smoke. That's when, uh, Georgina walks by in the background and there's like the quick music sting. Uh, and then he goes outside and there's the, uh, really famous shot of the old guy running at him. Uh, do you guys remember that from like Twitter and TikTok and stuff? That was like the get out challenge was yes. run directly at the camera and then veer off at the last second. No. Oh, I just, I've seen pictures of that still of like somebody staring and running directly at you. That was really cool in theaters because it's just like, what the you fuck's no happening? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And you see him like running in the distance and like, as the character's eyes are adjusting and realizing what's happening, you're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. He starts like. It's, it, you know, it's dark out. He's, you know, there's trees and whatever. And I'm glad you mentioned the the noise because the the score and like all of the sounds that they put into it really did a good job of keeping you unsettled. Yes. Even when there wasn't unsettling stuff going on. Yeah. Like you didn't really have a reason to be so uncomfortable for the first half of the movie, but you were. And I think the music was a large, even outside yeah. of the uncomfortable things that. Yeah. It's, that it's. Yeah. Why it's was his grandfather running? He, he was a, he was an Olympic runner. Uh, so was, that was the only reason why he was running it. Like he's an Olympic runner who's haunted by his loss to Jesse uh, Owens. Yeah. So he's just training at night. Yeah. Um, okay. I wasn't never, sure if there was like a specific a point on yeah. it, but it's getting some reps in. Yes. The um, one thing that Jordan Peele says he cut out of the script was that at the last bit where he chases Chris down and tackles him as he's like over him, trying to choke him or whatever. He was originally written to say, I finally beat you, Jesse. Jerome Peele was like, that's probably just too, too, too much. That, that <laughs> it's too much too mustard much. on the hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so the the idea being that he's like training every night to try and like get his time to better. Because it'd be than weird Jesse if he was Owens. training during the day, because then people would see him. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. Yeah. I was I, I just didn't get the night significance, but now it makes sense. Also, I think the sneakers he was wearing were the like one of the original like Steve Prefontaine Nikes. Oh wow. Maybe they, they were, were gr- green and like, yellow. Actually wearing the, oh yeah, I'm gonna look that up while we continue yeah, talking. Go for but. It. Huh. That's that's cool. Um nice detail. Mm-hmm. Nice detail. So, and then the other character who's in the house who's already had the surgery, Georgina, played by Betty Gabriel, who isn't in a ton, but probably should have been norm- nominated for supporting actress because she has, I mean, she has the best bits, right? The part where She's apologizing for unplugging his phone mm. and she starts crying and saying, no, 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 no. And like crying and smiling at the same time. That's, yeah, that was great. That's amazing that work. to be my experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was another scene though that made me feel like they were all losing it where I was just like, I because they were try, desperately trying to make everything feel normal, but like she couldn't even have a regular conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, one big thing that we do need to talk about, how good of a metaphor is the sunken place? Tell us more, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm st- I st- I'm yeah. still on the shoes. <laughs> why is it ca- why would it be called the sunken place though? Oh, they just call it that. Oh, okay. I thought no, like I, the, I mean the, like the, the term sunken place. No, no, just the concept. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. I thought that like the word meant yeah. something. And I was like, is there like a, like, a prison term? Yeah. And you know, and, and a lot of, a lot of stuff that Jordan Peele's tapping into, not just the visceral level of invasion of the body snatchers, homaging stuff, but also the, you know, losing autonomy on your body and, mm-hmm. you know, being used as a tool for other people. Yeah. All I get, those yeah. And then like literally being trapped in, you know, a prison. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, makes it makes sense. sense. It's just not an experience that I'm super familiar with. So no, I wouldn't sure, make yeah. that uh, connection, but in retrospect, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's when Jordan Peele was talking about wanting to make a movie about people and yeah, I mean, justly in prison. And I think an article just came out recently that last year, the um, combined value produced by prison inmates was $8.2 billion and oh they're paid God. like 16 cents an yeah, hour. Yeah, that's, that is, uh, that's slave labor. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's slave labor. It's not really any other way to. Uh, but yeah, second place is, is great. I feel like it's so hard to have things break through into public consciousness and um, concepts and movies. I mean, and that's, that's one that certainly did very just good, good, good work by Jordan Peele. Yeah. Like none of us can speak to that experience, but I can recognize that he did a good job with this movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> this might maybe is like a fan. Uh, what do they call it? Like fan, fan conspiracy theory? thing. Fan, theory. Fan theory, sure. But so those, like that colorway of the Nike sneakers there, there was like a line of, of sneakers that like they referred to him as a pre lives. It's like pre Fontaine lives. And they came out and like, there were green and, and yellow ones. Uh. Um, so I bet like a really deep fan theory could be that he was wearing the pre live sneakers in a way of saying like the runner that he previously was still lives on. Um, that's like a deep, like absolutely did not, is not the reason, but Jordan Peele might be like, yeah, that's that's what I meant, man. Yeah, "Yeah, I know. (laughs) Free lives, bro. Well, anyway, (laughs) next, uh, next, next topic. What do you think the sunken place is the worst form of torture? So we were actually, so we'll bring you in because on one of the more recent episodes, I think was the last one. Yeah. On the Blair Witch episode, we talked about of the four movies that we're doing, which would be the worst one to be like killed by the villain of. Mm. And I said, it's definitely, definitely this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Being sunk and placed is worse than, you know, Michael Myers. He just chokes or stabs you and then it's over pretty quick. Freddie messes with you and ruins your sleep, which I don't love. I, I'd say that one would really suck because I just don't want to be fucked with. That's yeah. number two, probably. And then Blair Witch, same thing. I just don't want to be fucked with or be sleep deprived. Yeah. <laughs> But then this is like, yeah, this, this is the worst. worst. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least the, the other ones, you're dead at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you're just literally like in a state of like nothingness watching someone else control your body. Oh. Yeah. Mm. That's, oh. Yeah. And I guess yeah. we can, we, Stranger Things was this month too. And this, this season of Stranger Things, it remains to be seen if those people are still existing in some way mm. in the upside down. So, yeah. Um, I think they become demigorgons. We'll see. Two yeah. episodes left to find out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is probably the worst option of on any of the ways to be uh, dead in the movies and Stranger Things in the TV shows that we've done. If we do all the horror movies, I don't know. Shining's pretty bad too. You gotta you gotta work at a hotel forever. Mm. <laughs> uh. F. You have to murder your family and then work at a hotel forever. Yeah. yeah Silence of the Lambs is pretty bad too. That's pretty bad. Yeah, there's some rough ones. You get put in, a, in like a well and then your skin gets made into a coat. Yeah. Just doing I'd the ones that we've that. done. At Aliens bad forever. too. If you yeah. if you just get killed by the xenomorph, that's one thing. But if you're the one who gets chest burst, yeah. Also uh, good. Prometheus is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
True enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Halloween judgment that stands. That's didn't think I'd be saying that the Halloween death is uh, clearly the preferable way to go. But. It clearly is because Michael Myers is matter of fact about it. Yeah, he tries to get you, and then he, he gets, gets you. you. He gets <laughs> oh, have you seen the like? It's like a, a TikTok thing where people are doing where they do the like Michael Myers challenge, where basically you start at the same point as someone, and then you run to the door and try to unlock the door and get and in just oh, where they can walk that. to you. Yeah, oh, that's I really, have seen that's that. Really funny. That's really cool. That. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. Um, also, some kid in the inside walking way too slow to open the door. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tommy. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, but um, so after, after everybody's dead and um, Rod comes and picks him up, what do you think from, his name's Chris, right? Chris's yeah. perspective, What what's the moral thing to do following up after that so there's still all of those people that are being controlled in in the sunken place do you think morally he should go and kill them all uh, or like what what's the right thing to do there my answer was flash them to wake them up and give them the option just be like here's a gun if you want it yeah i think that makes the most sense yeah yeah i think that's probably it right if it's guaranteed yeah yeah problem is what happened? To the, that wasn't all of them, right? Because there was what, like over a dozen That's yeah, photos. Like who knows how many 15, more? Before yeah, you'd have her. to like track them all. And they, down and they and all burned up. Oh yeah, yeah so yes. you wouldn't even know. Oh, that doesn't. Who be, they were be really hard. <laughs> that does answer because I was wondering like what he was going to do. Like, is he going to put like he, how is he going to even? Because he could go through like the missing persons register and see if he recognizes anyone. Oh, mm-hmm. that could be. He could probably. But get he didn't that, really. Uh, but he was just kind of rifling through those pictures. So. Yeah. He probably could have got uh, like Keith's character, the guy at the beginning. Yes. Maybe could have found him. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so then, what, what do you have any other thoughts of like what you you would do? Or did you just say fuck it? I got out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not going to make any more. But I'm talking morally, you know, like, like morally, he he should do something, but he also might just be like, I don't want to risk going back there. Oh yeah, I will. because because on at the same time, like a bunch of uh, rich white people are dead here, and yeah, yeah, and like he's because they specifically made it so he would be untrackable. He's out scot free, right? There's yeah. no paper oh, yeah. being there. So, well, that's, so he probably doesn't want to go back and then the townspeople will be like, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably part of the message, though, is that like, especially if you're talking about the prison system is like, yeah, he got out and he does still have to know that there's plenty of people like him that yes. didn't get out. And yeah, they right. have to just deal with it. And that's just kind of, yeah. what are you going to do? Are you going to break into a prison and yeah, get the other yeah, people yeah. you know? Are, it, yeah. You just and live your life. Also, yeah. we were talking about how it could still happen after this because their family's dead, but it's a whole order. Um, and they've done other iterations. There's no way that yeah. they didn't have notes or like a book. You right. got to have, if you're in a cult, you need a book with all of yeah. your secrets. It, it seems like they had like proprietary tech, but obviously like the idea exists Yep, and they're not ever arguing that he is the best neurosurgeon in the world. He was just the one that was doing this. They could, as a community, certainly raise funds to try and tempt a different neurosurgeon. Be like, hey, here's the basic concept. Let's once once you know it's already possible, that takes because a lot of the scientific process yeah. is like, well, are we going to keep giving them money if they don't even know that they can do it? But if you know you can do it, you just throw money at it until. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I didn't even think of that, but like, especially like all those rich people who want this to happen, they're not going to. They're going to spend all their money trying to make this happen again. Yep. Yeah. True. And there, then that's going to be a pretty you know, pretty formidable um, 
operation. Which is, I mean, also part of the problem. Like even if you reflect it back to the real world, we know that there's all these issues going on and we know that there's all these people with money that want it to go on and we still can't do anything about it even as a collective, let alone one person. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably a good note to end on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Daniel Kaluuya back with Jordan Peele in his new movie. It's out on July 22nd called Nope. This sounds like a plug, but none of us are financially benefit from that movie. And in fact, we'll lose money going to see it, but that's fine. I'm looking forward to it. Nope. <laughs> Get out. The movie, looks, the movie looks incredible. I got to watch Men first. Um, maybe I'll watch that later. Yeah. That movie looks so good. When, when does it come out? June? July 22nd. Uh, tickets already on sale. Nice. Uh, Kiki Palmer, I like a lot too, and Stephen Yen, obviously. So Ooh, looking, okay. looking forward to that. I am avoid. They, I think, recently put out a new trailer for that. That I just, I'm just avoiding trailers. Whatever. I, I know I'm going to go see it, so I'm not going to watch more trailers. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. it either. Just, I'm in. <laughs> I'm really excited. After watching this, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll watch anything. Yeah, you know, that, um, that he makes. The second one was us. us. Yeah, it was also very good. Us oh, is, us is really good. Have uh, you seen us? No. Oh, uh, well, should watch that one. I mean, I see us right now. <laughs> you see us. <laughs> the movie Us. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o gives an amazing performance as uh, the lead character in that one, and she uh, was my favorite performance of that year. And because genre stuff gets overlooked, wasn't even nominated. But I don't know. Kaluuya gets nominated for this. She's at least as good as Kaluuya. And you think Us was good? Yeah. Uh, the movie, well, yeah. I like I like Get Out more. Okay. But I like Us. Yeah, I would say the same. Do you it think I will like it? Probably. You, yeah. I feel it's like you, you have a good grasp of what I like at this point. It's a little bit more of a straightforward slashery thing oh, okay. once they once they get into the business. Uh, but the performances are so good. Oh. And the, the, the various components that Peel plays with the horror and the comedy and the social commentary, but all of those working both individually and coming together to form like a greater whole and get out. I don't think they all come together quite as well in us. Okay. But gotcha. uh, Tim Heidecker's in it. 93% Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. I have to go back and oh, watch it, I guess. We're going to remember that. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Oh, yeah. Pretty soon, like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's soon, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, any final thoughts? I think we're, we're good, right? That's great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah it was, so it was good. Very good. Fantastic. Uh, you can find our scores on Letterboxd at Late to the Movies on Letterboxd, where I make a diary of every movie we've done. And our scores on a, I think you can do zero, to five-star system of any scale of your choosing. What would you guys give this movie? Give it a five. Of what? Five lobotomies out of five. <laughs> five lobotomies. Okay. Okay, cool. What do you guys think? Um, I give it... 4.5 TSA agents. Nice. That's solid. Yeah. I will give it 4.5 single Fruit Loops out of five. Nice. nice. Individual Fruit Loops. Yes. Fruit Loop. With a nice long sip of milk. Yeah. I'm going to give it five um, teacups with like a swirling spoon in oh, it. Yeah. Just five clink, swirls. Clicking against five the edge. Swirls. Yeah. Five uh, spoon swirls in the teacup out of five. Nice. Very nice. Uh, I mean, I will say I've been on all of them this month with you, and this was definitely the best one. Easy. Yeah, this is a good month. I had a fun time this month. Um, going forward, next month is officially a Spielberg summer. We're doing Spielberg summer blockbuster movies. <laughs> 
And uh, we'll be talking about... Get ready for Corey's opinions on Jaws. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to do Jaws. Jaws, one of, the best, Jaws. one of the best movies ever made. We're, we'll do Jaws. We'll do E.T. We'll do Raiders of the Lost Ark. And we'll do Jurassic Park. Not necessarily in that order. That really really depends on scheduling for people. I'm not a fan of most of those, actually. Oh, all of them, I'm not... Yeah, not much of a fan of. Jurassic Park. Brutal. The first one. I like Jurassic Park, but I'm not like... Brutal. I'm not excited when they come out with new Jurassic Park movies, besides well, the fact that they suck. Them. But <laughs> no, no, I'm not like, yeah, anymore. Jurassic Park. I'm not, just like, okay. yeah, Jurassic Park was cool. Yeah, we're only doing the first one. We're not doing all the Jurassic Parks okay. slash worlds. I'm that, excited when they come out. <laughs> I'm yeah. the only one, but that's fine. Should mention, uh, because this whole month was on low budget horror, some some of we didn't really do any of the production because the movie's just such a rich text. Uh, to use a to use a college term, it's such a rich text. Mm. Um, but production wise, Jordan Peele's uh, company, Monkey Paw, not in this movie, but now at least in Us, and I'm assuming in Nope, the like production logo that comes up at the beginning is a monkey paw swirling a spoon in a teacup. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Anyway. Um, that just about does it for us. Thanks for listening to Late to the Movies. Thanks for being on, Robbie, Corey, and Noah. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, bye damn. bye. <laughs> you can find us at Late to the Movies underscore podcast on Instagram, late to the movies at gmail.com if you need to complain to Noah. Or dick pics. Uh, or dick pics. <laughs> um, rate and reviews. Follow and stars us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iTunes if you just want to do it on desktop. I th- I've heard recently people just don't want to use Spotify. So uh, if you don't want to use those other options, you can literally just Google the podcast and play it through. I think that's technically Google podcast, but you just Google it and you can hit play. So there you go. It's time to get out. Pod Podbeans. I can't, can't forget Podbeans. Also an option. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Time to get out. I'm out.